0: Use your head. Uh
1: That's right. We're back after a week off. Your good friend Patrick O'Dowd and the lawyer David Ungar are back. Fans, welcome in to another edition of Hockey Talk. Hockey Talk, of course, is a part of the Chairshot Radio Network. Here on the Chairshot.com, where we remind you to always use your head.
0: The Chairshot.com. Always use your head.
1: Like I said back after a week off because I wanted to bowl for some dollars. And Dave, let me tell you, I won $0. <laughs> well, I
2: bowled very, very poorly. Very, very poorly. Uh, it happens, man. I was pulling for you. I was, I was hoping for your retirement, but I mean, not hoping you'd retire from all this stuff.
1: Retirement, just... my turn. I, I, you can't win that kind of dollars even when I'm bowling for dollars. It was a, it was a charity... A charity tournament uh, all proceeds went to the local veterans foundation uh just something that happens annually in the month of january out here in the northeast i finished uh 47th out of so out of more than 47 <laughs> so i wasn't last but i was definitely on the bottom half of the rankings i, I texted you this while you guys while i was at the tournament and I know you said it on uh, this past week's bandwagon nerds, but there was a dude, and this dude is a is a, a semi pro anyway. Like he bowls for, like he bowls to make a living and can do it. Uh, he shot back to back three hundreds and a two twenty five, so he won. I guess he, he won, <laughs> and. I just want to bowl one 300 game. I've never, never come close. Nine in a row, nine straight to start a game is as close as I came. I uh, fell three strikes short of a of a 900 or of a 300 game. So maybe one day, who knows? I'm still young yet, as they say. Uh, and, and one of these days, they'll all fall 12 times in a row, and that'll be a good day. Yesterday or last week was not that day. So, so I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. Uh, You know, it's been a busy week for me. The students came back, finally. The University of Massachusetts, where everybody knows I work, they uh, have the latest first day of classes I've ever heard of for for a spring semester to start. They started classes on February 1st because reasons. So I have been without students for over a month. We have students back. That's very exciting. Uh, I took the weekend. I took a Friday off, spent some time with with the Mrs. O'Dowd. And so here I am Sunday with you and I know you had a little bit of a busy weekend as it was the lovely and talented Mrs. Ungar's birthday, uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. Saturday from when we're recording this. I hope that was a good day. Was it
2: a good day? It was, it was good. Yeah. We went to, um, it's funny. We had Disney this. Way. No, that oh. I'll have to talk to you off air about that. <laughs> uh, no, we went to a, uh, we went to a, uh, like this Mexican restaurant that we've never been to. And, um, okay. And like we have a this gal, she's like the assistant manager there, but she actually has a side hustle cleaning houses and she actually comes here and works on our house sometimes. And um I didn't realize until afterwards that and and this is not meant to sound racist at all or anything like that, but we were like the only like white people in there, which tells you how good this restaurant is because it's just Mexican family. Authentic. With, yeah, it's like, okay, wow, you know, normally you go to a Mexican restaurant and it's a mixture of people that like like this table of white people and then everybody else is like okay this must be like really really good food and it was it was it was pretty good i mean i thought you know i got i got just you know you can't steak in a mexican restaurant yeah it's iffy but uh but everybody else is like mocajitas i think it was the name of it and they had some really interesting dishes and and um and they brought they 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 brought some cool stuff out to the wife like this big planter punch bowl thing with dry ice. So it was like steaming everywhere. And I was like, what the hell is this? And that was, it was really cool though. So yeah, she had a, she had a good time. And then, you know, we're just bracing for this next installment of this, uh, storm system that's coming through here. And there's like, I told you there, all this wind, it's like, what the, uh, we got a gazebo outside. That's not going to survive the day. So sad, uh, a, but it happens. And, and and here
1: I am in Massachusetts being like, it's 42 degrees out in February. That's wrong. That is kind Very of warm, warm
2: for Massachusetts,
1: dude. We're we're supposed to we're supposed to hit fifty later in the week. By the way, kids, this is how you know you've gotten old when you're discussing the weather on your podcast. Like that's that's how you know you got two old dudes running a podcast. Oh, they, so we're like, like, yeah,
2: they've like uh, told people on the coast to basically get out. You know, and I got to, I got to go over there Wednesday. We're doing a training for my real job, you know, my day job sort of thing. And, and I'm, I got to talk to the guy I'm doing it with this. Like, when are you going over there? Cause this might be kind of hairy to get over to the coast on a, on a Wednesday morning after, cause it's going to storm like this for three days. It's, it's a mess out here.
1: So yeah, no joke. No joke. Well, Hey, on the bright side, pl- we we have plenty to talk about today. I mean, it's been two weeks. <laughs> right. The all-star game was this past weekend. So I, I do want to talk a little bit about the All Star Game. Always a fun time. Um, I wish it was promoted better, but we'll get into that in a second. Uh, and then you you were busy this week, just sending me news items and some really exciting stuff. You know, we had another coach get fired. Uh, it's it's just that time of year. I really want to talk about the big announcement for twenty twenty six and twenty and twenty thirty. That, uh, that news, that'll be the tease, that'll be for the back half of the show, because I think that's just going to be great to talk about. Uh, and so just, just a lot of cool stuff that happened, uh, and we're going to get into that after our first commercial break. So we're going to take a break. We come back, we're going to start by talking a little bit about All-Star Weekend, because there was some, f- it's just a fun thing to talk about. And so it'll be great to, to hit that up, uh, and we'll do that when we come back. As you are
0: listening to Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything progressing. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com.
1: All right. Welcome back, everyone, into Hockey Talk. Patrick O'Dowd, David Ungar here to talk everything in the week that was, or the two weeks that was, in the National Hockey League. Remember, if you love what we do here on the ChairShot Radio Network, make your way over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the ChairShot. Invest in a chair shot shirt. All kinds of tons of designs. No hockey talk designs, but that's okay. Support us. $19.99 shirt. Spend a few dollars more. Get it soft style. Your giblets will thank you. Dave, I, I sent you exactly one message about, about the National Hockey League's All-Star Game. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it to everybody. The NHL All-Star Game logo looks like the Hardee's star. So kids for those of you who don't know, Hardee's is a mostly defunct fast food chain. It exists. I think it exists still out west there somewhere. I know it does in Arizona. It's... Because when the last time I, the last time I visited Greg DeMarco, I was like right off the airport I was like, dude, they have a Hardee's here? I got to eat a Hardee's. Or Carl's Jr., that's, that's the, what it the, is. those that's are the, the two. west
2: coast version, so, yeah.
1: The Midwest uh, some of the midwest uh, still has Hardee's. Like my hometown got a Hardee's. Oddly enough, like it didn't have a Hardee's, and then one opened up. Uh, but Hardee's has been like Hardee's at one time was like the number two franchise, and for a while they had this star that was voiced by Norm McDonald that would talk. And none of that has to do with the hockey game. But if you're if you're just curious as to what I'm referring to, get into you get into the proverbial Google hop on over there and take a look at the all-star game logo and then compare it to the, uh, NHL hockey logo because the, the yellow is spot on. You know, I just, it's, it's crazy. And I don't, Dave, I don't know if you even took a, bothered to take
2: a look, but it was, there. I did. It, it looks like the no. Carl's Jr. Star. I'm right. right. I'm not wrong. I'm not yeah, wrong. You're right.
1: Um, and, and I watched, uh, I did watch a good bit of the game itself. I missed my favorite part of All-Star Weekend, though. I missed the skills competition. I was, I actually ended up, uh, I bowled a lot this week. I was actually bowling and saw snippets of it. I saw the only bit of the, uh, the skills competition I saw was Kale McCarr doing the fastest skate run. He was not the... uh he was not the fastest skater, didn't McDavid, but that's okay. McDavid won, right? Oh, uh, let's look. I uh, I actually didn't didn't take a look. I know that
2: I uh like I didn't see the All Star game because yeah we were out at dinner and that sort of thing. But um I did see like the stick handling was pretty cool. That I was watching that McDavid is so fast and just all this acceleration yes. and just like and and it's it's funny you watch that and these guys and like I forget who it was. I think it was one of the guys for the uh, Canucks. Who um, actually caught an edge during it fell down, and that, and he still almost caught um, one of the other guys who'd gone ahead of him. And then, like (laughs) Nikita Kucherov, Um, here's a guy who's been accused of mailing it in at occasions during his career. And boy, did he mail it in on this stick handling thing! It was just awful, awful. Well, and here's what's interesting. So, so they changed the format of the skills competition because now it was like an all around skills
1: competition. Connor McDavid won one million dollars yep. for taking overall uh with kale McCarr finishing second and george Georgiev I think uh, was the top goalie he got one hundred thousand dollars so it was like a points based uh a points based system he finished with twenty finished with twenty five points uh I guess it's a different way here's the thing is did it need did it need that like, I, I don't know that it needed that. Like, so there were only, like, it was only 12 participants. You got points based on how you finished in each competition. And I don't know. Like, I guess it's kind of a neat way to make sure that people don't mail it in. But I, did you need it? Did you need it? It's supposed to be fun. I had fun. Why do we need to give away a million to dollars to, to win it all? Uh, McDavid did win fastest skater for the fourth yes. time.
2: And I mean, I'll be interested to see when Bedard is actually healthy, and maybe like next year, the two Connors go against each other for for that because Bedard can can absolutely fly. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I don't I don't begrudge the NHL or even the NFL for that matter for trying to th- mix things up with these Pro Bowl event, Pro All Star sure. event slash Pro Bowl. Like uh, watching the skills competition for the NFL has been um. It's been interesting. I still miss the old fashioned Pro Bowl game, but I get it. You know, flag football, well, is an Olympic be the, sport. The, the flag, the flag football yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I saw right.
1: the only bit of the the only bit of the Pro Bowl skills competition I saw was the uh, they were catching. It was like punt catching. Yeah. And you had to every ball you caught, you had to hold on to until you go. Uh, I do want to say Kale McCarr did win hardest shot. Do you
2: care to venture how hard his shot was? It was like one twenty-nine point seven or something like
1: that. Oh, that's that's way too high. Way too high. Hundred and two. Oh.56. Oh. One twenty nine. Jesus Christ, you're yeah. gonna kill a goalie. <laughs> I don't know what uh, I saw. Conard Bedard was Connor Bedard was at the skills competition. He was the passer for the one timer competition. Okay.
2: Who won that?
1: So uh Nate McKinnon won the one timers with twenty-three points. Leon Dreisidel and David Posternock. Each had twenty-two. Uh, let's see who else we got. Elias Peterson won the passing challenge uh, with twenty-five points, beat Car by two. Car won hardest shot. Uh, McDavid won the upper deck NHL stick handling challenge. I love that every challenge now has a uh, has a has a sponsor as well. Like
2: college, McDavid like also won. Game.
1: Yeah, McDavid won the accuracy shooting, hit four targets in nine point one five eight seconds. Like. I we've said this before Conor Dave is the best hockey player in the in the world right now like you should well,
2: win. Yeah, it's not. It's not even close. Well, I mean it's yeah. I I say that but then you look at the results of the All-Star game. Hey, did you know that the Toronto Maple Leafs won the All-Star game, Pat? Kind of.
1: Well, Austin Matthews' captain
2: team won the All-Star game. NHL.com was saying the Maple Leafs they're like, well, mostly.
1: It was it was it was
2: hosted in Toronto. So it was a heavily I mean, he influenced that. Maple Leafs team.
1: It was. It was uh, and, it, and it's how, honestly, this is just my opinion. That's how it should be. Like, I do think the home team should be represented a little bit more than others. Because, again, what is an all-star game? Like, it, it, at its heart and soul, it's an exhibition. It's meant for fans. And if you're hosting the, the games, you really want... The fans to be happy, and you want to see all the all stars. Like it wasn't like anybody was slighted by multiple Maple Leafs being on the rosters. You know what I mean? Like it didn't hurt anything. So that um, that piece of it doesn't bother me. And you know, as it goes from place to place, sure, because the fans are going to cheer a little bit louder, and it's great that Austin Matthews team. Which, by the way, the semi the semifinals. Of the All-Star Games were way more entertaining than the finals. The semifinals both went to shootouts, which is always just kind of fun and exciting. The, fir- the first semifinal match, I think it was McDavid's team that won that one. Mm-hmm. Two goals in 30 seconds to tie it, to get it to a shootout. It was, it was kind of crazy. Three-on-three hockey is just kind of fun to watch. You know, the guys are playing. They're not playing hard, hard, because nobody wants to get hurt. But it's so much fun it's just so fun to see just completely open ice and guys having the freedom to really like skate around and just, and do some great shit when Bedard is healthy enough to be an all-star. I think he's going to be something fun to watch in this three on three format because wide open ice screams Connor Bedard.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So absolutely.
1: I had a fun time though. I had a fun time with what I saw out of it. I just, uh, I wish I'd watched the skills competition because that's, that's the best part of the hockey. Like you ask any hockey fan, the skills competition is is the where it's at. It's so much more fun.
2: Yeah, it, it was so important for the NHL to kind of get into that uh, that groove with the skill because everybody's doing it now. I mean, you know, home run derby, right. three point shooting, all this other, all the major sports are doing it, and they were kind of lagging behind. But it's really, yeah, they've they've they're in a good groove. It's it's a fun weekend for everybody all around for the fans, and uh, especially like. Yeah. People in Toronto had a good time watching Austin Matthews team wins the whole thing. So that's yep for the second straight year. I do believe too. Did Austin Matthews team win last year too? Uh, I don't remember last year. Maybe HL All star game. (laughs) So I'm like, um, I was going to add, this is one thing I didn't ask you this week. I know I've bombed you with a lot of news and stuff, but before they went on the break, Edmonton's winning streak stands at 16, Pat. They are one away from tying the record. I thought oh they I had hope to, have to lost. I, hope by, to, I thought I hope they had to, to uh, lose by now. Yeah,
1: Austin Matthews. Uh no, that's 2024. Who won? Not the MVP. Then it switched to Fucking Google. I have literally written NHL All-Star game. You know what it gave me the result of the baseball game?
2: <laughs> Here we go. Gotta love technology if it's
1: Right. So. Skills right. competition. Who won? the tournament
2: 2023 right let's see semifinal game
1: oh it was it was done by division that's, that's why right. it's the atlantic one seven to five over the. that's why i'm wrong i'm an idiot austin matthews though was the captain of the winning team i like this format better i like them being able to have captains that are players and, and drafting their rosters and all of that uh fun story there's some great stories on the uh on the website, you know Leon Dreisaitl and Dave uh, and Dave Pasternak getting to be on the same team together when they, um, I guess they train together in the off season. So it was kind of fun for them to be on the same ice at the same time. I was gonna
2: breaking news here. <laughs> you know we were talking weather earlier. This is how bad it is. Uh, they've postponed play at Pebble Beach to Monday at the AT and T Pro Am because it's just fucking insane. Gusty, I, I don't know if it's gusty, windy, rainy. All of the above, but uh yeah, it's that's uh being on the peninsula there is probably not where you wanna be with a quasi-hurricane coming in.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't like well, hopefully things hold up here. Hopefully you're doing all right. Uh, what I do think we're gonna do now though is we're gonna take our we're gonna take our next commercial break, come back. We are gonna talk a, a little bit of news around the NHL, uh starting with some big happenings in twenty twenty six and twenty thirty. All that and more when we come back. You are listening to Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the chairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
2: Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code chairshot. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code chairshot to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. <laughs>
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Hockey Talk here on the Chair Shot Radio Network, part of the ChairShot.com. Patrick O'Dowd, David Ongar. Head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chairshot and invest in a chair shot shirt. If you love what we do, spend $19.99 for that standard shirt or get a few dollars, spend a few dollars more, get it soft style. Your giblets will thank you. All right, let's start with the bad news around hockey before we get to some of the more fun news. We have another Head coach fired, another interim announced, LA, the Kings, taking advantage of the all-star break to fire Todd McClellan, Jim Jim Hiller, not Miller, Hiller, has been named the interim head coach, Kings Vice President and General Manager Rob Blake said in a statement, We want to thank Todd for his hard work and dedication to the organization. He has done a tremendous job moving us forward and making a positive impact on our group and in our community. This was not an easy decision, but we felt the change was necessary at this time. Jim is a well-respected member of our staff who is familiar with our players. We are confident in his ability to lead our team effectively during this pivotal time. Uh, No, you don't. Or you in the firedom with your team sitting fourth in the position, Pacific Division. By the way, first twenty 15 and 10. Yeah, first wild yeah, card. They fired the duties of the first wild card spot because LA has decided they they want nothing short of a cup. That's that's all that is. That's it. Yeah. I
2: right? I guess I I don't I don't know. I I and they like we've said all year, the NHL is one of these leagues that it that makes uh, some of the coaching decisions just don't make a lot of sense. This is kind of one of them that's like, wait, you guys are like, did you really think you're supposed to be leading your division or, or something like that? You're supposed to be in first place and you're not satisfied with the first wild card. So it's time to make wholesale changes. But they do this, man. We all know it. NHL, they, these managers, they look at the team and if they start slumping in the wrong direction. Oh, you've lost five or six row. Get rid of them. It's like, wow. I mean, I wish some of the NFL teams yeah. would do that, but that never happens. This this is like... um. This is like, like the L.A. Kings are acting like they're the L.A.
1: Dodgers. That That's what I that's the way I would compare this year. Like cup or bust seems to be what I'm hearing out of L.A. And I don't I don't know. I mean, the team to, to be where they are at the All-Star break, that's not bad. What, you, that feels like you're a move or two away from short up your roster and making a run, not let's fire head coach. You know, and I, I, and I don't have the stats up right now, so I don't know. If, are they
2: slumping? Like what hap, What's going on here? Well, uh, they're not Edmonton. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, well, nobody they, is right now. They, they went on, they went on a one game. They're on a one game winning streak. I mean, if you can call it that their last 10, they're three, five and two plus 20 goal differential. I so, don't so see massive problems I, there. Yeah. I, yeah,
1: that's hard. To, that's hard to say, you know, I guess you're, you're not having a good week, um, you know, they're not great on the road. That's but they started actually, they start off. So. They're they're not great at home. Yeah. That's sorry, I take it back. They're not good at home. Yeah.
2: They started off the year setting like a record for road wins and, and yeah, that's cooled off significantly, but still, I mean you gotta you gotta, but still, you gotta they're be fi- better at home. They're
1: fifteen 15, si- they're fifteen, six, and four on the road. They're eight, nine and six at home. That's that's what it is. Like for some reason home ice is not home ice. So who knows? Maybe Hiller will be the one to figure it out. Sometimes I do think that in hockey in particular, coaching changes are just made to be made. So I don't Very know. Let's get on to some funny leash.
2: short leash for right. sure.
1: You know, you know, we're having a quick show and a fun show and things are moving along. Well, when I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, Oh shit, we're up against it before bandwagon nerds recording time. <laughs> like we got, we got, we got time, but we don't have a lot of time. And I want to talk about these next few things. Cause a couple of outside of the league, but part of the league news bits happen. The first is that the NHL has announced for a four nations face-off in 2025 featuring the United States, Canada, Finland, and Sweden in an international tournament. Um I'm looking at the link you sent me. I'm not seeing a lot of details beyond that. Um it seems like bleacher Report wants me to like join their their join their um, join their newsletter. But any, I, I'll just say this, any international tournament or any, any hockey tournament outside of the league that involves professional players, and we're going to talk about this more in a second, that's a, in my, in my opinion, that's a good thing.
2: It's, it's a good start. Yeah. I think you're, there's a, right. there is a nation conspicuously absent from this and they've got a heavy presence in the NHL and I understand why Russia's is not there, but um, yeah. Yeah. You just. But I mean, yeah, but. USA, Canada, Finland, Sweden. I mean, they make up a heavy portion of the NHL to be sure. So, but I agree with you. Anytime you get at this international sort of stuff going on and and it's just better because um, a very bad taste left in a lot of people's mouths when the NHL right. pulled out of the Olympics and kind of stepped away from international play and became bubbleistic for lack of a better term. And and like, we're just our own self-contained thing. And it's, it's very short sighted. And I think this is them realizing all right, we need to get back out there. We need to expand this globally a little bit more. Let's start right here.
1: And and this is, it's so interesting. Now the NHL kind of taking a page out of the NBA's playbook with it. This is an end season tournament, by the way, like this is happening February 12th through the 20th. It's seven games played during a nine day period, along with a couple of practice days in between there. So, so it's an extended break for everybody else. You know, they used to, like not that this... that's a bad thing not that no. that's a bad thing but
2: but they used to do that during the olympics i mean this is kind of like you know the olympics well, will come up the next year and i know you're about to talk about that but maybe this is acclimating everybody hey there's going to be this kind of and i mean it It might and i'm sure they'll still have the all-star game and that going on and maybe it'll it'll right. you know because a lot of you got to figure their big stars are going to want to be a part of this tournament so it opens right. the so door who's for... going to
1: opt out of what right
2: Right. And it, it'll give an opportunity for some other guys to maybe step forward in the all-star game and, and, you know, make a name for themselves and do something different. So yeah, I, I, I'm all for it. Hopefully they've learned something from the NBA in season tournament and make this a little bit, um, I don't know, better, more meaningful <laughs> something. Right. I mean, when the Lakers are winning the in season tournament and they're not going to make the NBA playoffs, something's gone wrong.
1: It's true. And it, we'll just segue right into that. This'll be our last story of the day. I do love this announcement. The NHL announces they will um, in, in agreement with the, with the players union, NHL players will participate in the Olympics in 2026 and 2030. And look at this point, I, I've just always felt that Olympic hockey has been better when the pros are playing. Yes. Uh, and, you know, we like the miracle on ice is a lovely story, but it, and those guys were great, and what they did was amazing. That wasn't the best hockey team that America could put out, but it's the hockey team they did put out.
2: Right, and you're yeah, the Miracle on Ice is called the Miracle on Ice for a reason. That was miraculous. The chances right. of that. And
1: Russia was playing professional players. They, like, right, they yeah, were it was yeah, it was
2: like it was like a high school team basically beating the Edmonton Oilers right now. Yeah, I mean, and and you know you watch that. Yeah, if we played them ten times, they'd win nine. This is the one that we went... A lot of truth to that. Probably closer to like if we played them hundred times, they'd win ninety nine. And this is the one that, that it didn't, it didn't go that way. But I, I agree with you. The, uh, you know, that was always the big bitch about the, uh, the Olympic hockey was this big dividing line. And yeah, you had the one anomaly out there, but yeah, you look at everything else, Russia, Soviet union, Soviet union, just dominating everything. So I agree with you. I mean, get the best players in the world out there, have them represent their countries, leave no doubt. Um, you know, the U S has come close, haven't been able to get there, you know, the game against canada that sid scored the goal i mean who's gonna ever forget uh, that um but yeah you, i'm with you it, it's been you know the olympics were it's diluted you know when you don't have the best in the world there um and you know it's not like back in 80 a lot of the russian players they weren't in the nhl now they're all in the nhl because they couldn't be in they the nhl exactly. like what are the what are the best
1: i, I can't remember if it's a I th- i think it's a 30 for 30 that tells the story of like the first two Russian players that went to the NHL. That is a fascinating score story because th- you want to talk about alienating yourself from your country. Mm-hmm. That, that, you, whew, that was huge, but no, I think this only makes the Olympics better. I, it's, we haven't seen the United, uh, we haven't seen professional hockey players in the Olympics since 2014. So by the time we get to 2026, 20, it will have been 12 years. That's three Olympics. That, that that haven't seen nhl players it's just it's a different caliber of game and it's like watching multiple international tournaments and if this is gonna if this is gonna then be that break that you talked about where they do the international tournaments in between like okay more power to you I, i'm all for it uh it'll be it'll be a lot of fun it'll be exciting so um
2: yeah, i mean i get yeah i, I get the a lot of the argument is that well, this Olympics should be for the amateurs, and I'm like, it hasn't been that way for so since the Dream Team but, but took the, Olympics, the court in '92. It's never been about that,
1: right? And I, I just, yeah, whatever. That that I don't, I don't buy that. I don't buy I, that. No. I think that every effort's been made to 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 get an edge, and for some reason, the Olympics are still important in that regard. So let the best players in the world participate. In Absolutely, the Olympics. that's let what them the Olympics represent should be. their country. And by all accounts, the players themselves are very excited about it. They, like, they, and that's what matters. So, uh, I, I am team Olympics. Is Pedard American uh, or is he Canadian? I'm
2: just starting to wonder. Um, that's, God, I, I don't, don't I, know. I, mean, I don't put, I hope I mean, he's not Canadian. Hold he's on. Him and McDavid on the same team.
1: He's from North Vancouver, Canada. Damn it. Oh shit. Canada, Canada should win a gold medal. Yes.
2: Easily. I mean, things don't always well, work out that way, but yes, those two on the same, don't put them on the same line. That would be really bad. And Austin Matthews is going to be on there. He's Canadian. <laughs>
1: so Again, Canada should win that title. Absolutely. So, um, and I think they will, well, we'll see where they are. I mean, Connor, by then McDavid will be in his thirties and, uh, Connor can get into an R rated movie. So that'll be very excited. Yeah, that, for, that's, for that's something. Yeah. So, all right, dude, we are coming up on it. Uh, Apparently, somebody like the
2: Phoenix Coyotes might finally get a They're stadium. That's in excited. Arizona, so yeah, we were. Uh, I was good, good, su- good for them. I was surprised by that, but I got to ask you, man, put you on the spot. Does Edmonton break the win streak record?
1: Fuck okay. it, sure. I who they got? Like actually, I, I who are they playing? I let like like let me see. Good,
2: that's a question. Where where's the game? That's a fair inquiry. Um, where are they playing? Who are the Oilers playing next? Where are you guys? There's Edmonton. Uh, oh, okay. This might be tough. They're going into Vegas the first game after the break. Oh, that's at the, Vegas? that's the tie at Vegas. If anybody's going to stop them, it's going to be Vegas. Because after that, they, so go they to, got Vegas to tie Vegas to tie Anaheim to beat it. I think if they get by Vegas, they I don't, Vegas, think,
1: I don't it. think they tie it. I think if they get by Vegas, they break it. But I don't think they're going to beat Vegas. That's all I'll say that. I'm going to say no, but maybe, still, maybe it's a 60, a 16 game winning streak is nothing to sneeze at. And it's still only pushy third in third place in the Pacific. If they get God, to ni- if they start, get to nineteen,
2: if they get to nineteen. Only the Blues can stop them from getting to twenty. Pat, I'm just going to throw that out there for oh, you. well.
1: yeah, that that'll happen.
2: <laughs> totally believe that one's going to happen. Hey, they're, uh, we'll they're be, in the second wild card. The Blues are
1: for now. By the way, before we go, I the Blues happened to be on TV uh, for the last game before the All Star break, and I. Dude, they're playing Columbus, I think. Oh, <laughs> dude, the most uninspired hockey game I've ever watched. I'm like, no, everybody's just like, let's just get through this. That's what we watched. And I mean, so bad that Adnan Verk is like openly mocking it in between periods. did
2: like Columbus won one nothing, right? That was like their first shutout in 180 games or something ridiculous, like right? That. Because nobody cared. Nobody cared. (laughs) Nobody was trying. They were just trying to get through. Somebody
1: finally scored and we all went home. Yes, let's go. So, all right, that's going to do it for this week's edition of Hockey Talk. We will be back next week to react to either a record-setting week by the Edmonton Oilers or to talk about what could have been. Either way, it'll be super exciting, and Dave and I will be here to cover it. Uh, Dave, before we get out of here, tell everybody where they can find you on the proverbial, proverbial socials and on the ChairShot Radio Network.
2: You can find me on the platform we affectionately affectionately call Twix, at Attitude Ag, that is at Attitude A-G-G, Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression, and threads and Instagram at Attitude of Aggression, all one word. You can follow me on the X Twitter at Wrestling Realist, that is at
1: W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. You can also check me out over on this, on the threads, on the Instagram, at the same handle, Nothing fancy there. You can catch me every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on the Chair Shot Radio Network, Monday talking nerdy stuff with Dave and a whole host of other folks. Tuesdays, talking hockey with one David Ungar, and Wednesdays, I'm talking wrestling with Greg DeMarco on the Greg DeMarco Show. This is going to do it for us this week on Hockey Talk. We will catch you next week, where hopefully we are celebrating a record-setting week by the Edmonton Oilers. Until then, catch you next time on Hockey Talk here on a part here as a part of the Chair shot radio network on the chairshot.com